Hey, and welcome to the Free Chapel Podcast. Let's get into this week's message from Pastor Jensen Franklin. If you have your Bibles, you can open them with me to 1 Samuel chapter 14. I'm going to 1 Samuel chapter 14. And um, I preached last Sunday something that was real in my heart about setting the stage for miracles and how that the prophet Elisha called for minstrels. He called for a musician in 2 Kings chapter 3. And when he played, the Spirit of the Lord came. And I still feel that theme of praise, the power of learning to worship and praise God, not just listen to people do it, but learning to live it. It becomes who you are. It becomes something that you are conscious and aware of. And today, specifically, I want to talk to you about celebrating the little victories. The little victories. Because it's the little hinges that big doors swing on. And I want you to see in 1 Samuel chapter 14, an Old Testament story. I'll begin reading with verse 24. Turn to somebody and say, I hope you're ready for Valentine's Day. <laughs> don't forget, just trying to help somebody. That's a word of knowledge right there. If you don't know, if you don't know what that is, that's a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge and a discerning of evil spirits if you don't. So you better hear me. Verse 24. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Amen. <laughs> Let's keep going now. You ready? Verse 24. The men of Israel were distressed that day for Saul had placed the people under the oath saying, cursed is the man who eats any food until evening before I have taken vengeance on my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. Now all the people of the land came to a forest and there was honey on the ground. They didn't even have to prepare it. They didn't have to get stung for it. It just fell out of the trees. There was honey on the ground. Sounds like God had supplied. And when the people had come into the woods, there was honey dripping, but no one put his hand out to his mouth for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with the oath. Therefore, he stretched out the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in a honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth and his countenance was brightened. He received strength. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath saying, Cursed be the man who eats the food. And the people were faint. And Jonathan said, my father troubles the land. He's basically saying, dad don't know what he's talking about. Look now how my countenance has brightened because I tasted, notice this, a little of this honey. It didn't take a lot. It's just a little. I, I think this is an amazing story because it, it teaches a powerful, powerful principle. And here's what was taking place. Saul and his army were asleep. I didn't have time to read you a whole story. But just, just follow me a minute. King Saul and the army of Israel are asleep. 
and they have tremendous enemies. The Philistines are all around them and they're asleep resting. But Jonathan, Saul's son and his armor bearer had one sword. And when they saw the Philistines over a, the Bible gives the, the, the measurements of 20 acres of land, they ran right through it with their sword after they put a little fleece out. They ran right through the Philistine camp with one sword and slew dozens of men on every acre of that land, fighting all the way, taking the land. And there was such a commotion that was made that Saul the sleeper and all of his army woke up and there was Jonathan and his armor bearer with dead Philistines all around them the, the other Philistines had taken flight and were running away in fear. And in that moment, Saul stands up and instead of celebrating a victory, it was an incomplete victory. It was an unfinished victory, but it was a tremendous victory. They went from sleeping to one man with one sword and, and, and his armor bearer running with him, taking 20 acres of land. And Saul didn't even want to celebrate. As a matter of fact, he put a oath and a curse on anyone who celebrated by eating some of the honey that was falling from the trees. He said, no one celebrates until the victory of all my enemies is complete. A lot of people take on that Saul attitude that until my victory is ultimate, until I have complete and everything is just like I want it, I really can't celebrate life. I really can't be happy right now because I've had a little victory. I've had some good things that have happened, but they're not major things. They're just little victories. But I love Jonathan because Jonathan said, I don't care what he says. I'm going to taste a little honey because I just had a little victory. And God's been good. And no, the battle's not over. And we've got a lot of Philistines to defeat. But you know what? I need some energy and some strength. And so I'm going to praise God for this little 20-acre victory right here because God has done something great. And I don't need to ignore the little waiting on the big. I don't need to, to ignore the incomplete uh, or, or just wait on the incomplete and, and ignore what God has started right here in this field. A lot of people get indigestion over the incomplete. A lot of people become undone by what is still undone. And that's why they sit and they don't ever get excited because they're waiting for the final conclusion and victory that they've been longing and praying for. But you have to learn to get excited over the partial. You have to learn to get excited over the little victories that God brings in your life. And don't make a little deal about them. Make a big deal about them. He tasted a little bit. He didn't have all the honey, but he said, I'm going to get happy over a little bit of honey. God says, my ways are not your ways in Isaiah 55. 
See, the way that the world celebrates is when the victory is complete. You go to a ball game and you don't normally see a team at halftime who's ahead turning somersaults and going crazy. We're winning, we're winning. They wait until the game is over tonight and then they'll celebrate. But that's not what God said I do. And it's not what I want you to do. I want you to recognize the little victories, the little improvements, the little breakthroughs, the little changes, the little phone calls, the little bit. It's not everything, but I want you to praise me for the partial little victories that I'm giving you already in a new year. I thought about how that in the book of Numbers, the Bible said that God told Moses to go out into the desert and they were thirsting to death. And God told him, he said, now I want you to tell Israel to start singing. I want them to sing to sand. I know you're thirsty. I know you need something to drink. And they began to say, spring up, oh well. And when they were saying, spring up, oh well, they had staffs and they were poking the ground. And when they did, they're singing and all of you sing to it. Sing to what? Sing to the sand. Sing to the sand. We're, we're out here and we need something to drink. And God said, if you want it to produce, sing to it. Sing unto it, the King James says. Sing your way to it. Get to it through praise. Then Israel sung this song, spring up, O well, sing ye unto it. Sing to the place where the promise is supposed to happen. Sing to that place. Sing and lift your voice. And the princes did it. And the nobles did it. And all of a sudden, water started gushing up in the middle of the desert. You don't wait until things change to praise God. But before the sand became a, 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 a liquid pouring out blessing enough to feed the animals and keep the animals alive and millions of people alive in the desert, they had to sing and praise God ahead of time. Not at the conclusion, not when it was complete, but the way that it happens is when you start praising him for what he's doing right now. Maybe a little, but there's power in that little. Isaiah 54 and verse 1 puts it this way. Sing, O barren one. He didn't say sing, you super productive. Sing successful and blessed ones. No, sing the one who nobody thinks has anything to praise for. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud if you haven't had a child and you're wanting a child. For more are the children of the desolate, the children of the married one, than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. God says, I want somebody who's barren to sing and praise me. I want somebody who's disappointed. I want somebody who's empty. I want somebody who's unproductive. I want somebody who is not giving birth to what they thought God said he would do. I, you are the very one. Let the barren sing. Sing to the sand in the dry place and sing if you're barren and unproductive and disappointed. 
You, you, you don't get frustrated over the unfinished. You break forth into singing. You're not giving birth to what you want. But just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you have a right to be silent. Sing when you don't feel like it. Praise when you don't feel like it. I've got a promise. And the way that you get pregnant with the promise is when you begin to praise the Lord. You see, he goes on to say in that same chapter, enlarge the place of your tent. He said that I want you to praise me and get some chairs because you're going to need more room. And he said, if you're praying for rain, you ought to be carrying an umbrella. Enlarge your tent. It hasn't happened. I, I, I don't even have the one. Enlarge your tent when you start singing and praising God, even when you're barren. Stretch forth the curtains of habitation. Stretch forth and strengthen your stakes, for you shall break forth on the right hand and on the left hand. The break forth doesn't come until the barren began to sing. And thank God for the little victories, the partial victories, the incomplete victories, the unfinished victories. God says, you magnify before I manifest. God says, you praise before I produce. Jehoshaphat blessed God in the face of his enemies. He put praise and worship out on the battlefield in the face of the obstacles that were coming against him. Have you praised the Lord for the little victories that he started in a brand new year? I wish that it, but you know, I see little improvements. I see little breakthroughs. I see a little. If you'll praise him for a little, he'll give you a lot. We get frustrated over the unfinished. But God said, let the barren sing. God said, sing to the sand. Take inventory. Have you made any progress? Thank him. All right, so I'm going to give you a chance to put into practice what I'm preaching. Have you seen any progress at all in the situations you've been dealing with? Don't wait until it's finished and over and complete, but praise him right. Come on, lose that Saul spirit. I'm not going to get happy until I, I appreciate that. That's good. You got a little victory, but it's no big deal until all my enemies are gone. That's a Saul spirit. We need a Jonathan spirit that says, I'm going to taste the honey because God has been good to me. Clap your hands and thank him. For the little victories, the little change, the little phone call, the little open door, the little new opportunity that came your way. It's coming bigger if you'll praise him while it's little. Hallelujah. See, I was doing this when this ministry was little. Hallelujah. It's not little anymore. I have people all, are you Franklin Jensen? Yes, that's me. I don't know why they care, but we're reaching people all over the world. 
And it's not us that we want them to see, but prayerfully they see Jesus in what we're saying and doing. But it didn't begin complete and full and big. It began with a little, just a little taste of honey, and you get excited over it. Saul, some of you are looking at me like Saul, you sleepy little thing, waking up, I'll mess your little nap up, and, you, and you're grumpy. I want some people with that Jonathan spirit. It says any old dead religious spirit. Don't tell me I can't get happy because everything's not beautiful in my life. I don't have to have everything beautiful. I just know little things are happening. And little is much when God is in it. When God begins something, it's all that I need to get happy about. Oh, I want him to finish it, but that's up to God. So I'm going to praise him even if I'm barren. Sing to the sand. Sing to it. Well, I'm lonely. Sing. Learn to praise him over every little thing. Don't let the big issues hold you hostage. I'm going to do it. You can't do it. That was the spirit of Saul. Nobody can praise the Lord until the big deal happens. But you were walking in victory right there for 20 acres, but that's not big enough to, to, to solicit our praise yet. Nobody have a good time. Nobody taste the honey. Nobody enjoy this moment. Wait until the big victory comes. And I tell you, you'll live your whole life because you don't ever stop and celebrate the goodness of God, the favor of God. I am so blessed. I'm blessed from the top of my head. To, do you have any trouble? Yeah, but I don't focus on my trouble. Every, every time I face them, I, I got bear hides and lion hides and giant heads that God keeps giving me, and I guess he'll keep on giving if I'll keep on praising. I'll go off somewhere and preach this, and they'll really enjoy my preaching. You're just sitting there looking at me. I hope God gives you a little breakthrough this week. I hope that somebody will get crazy. It may be one phone call, one email, one little signal. It's all that it takes for faith to say, uh-oh, that's all I needed was to get my foot in the door. See, what I'm trying to preach this morning is God is a God of seed. God gives you a seed. You ask for an orchard, he'll give you a seed. And then you have to do something with the seed. God practices this, this principle himself. When he, God, the creator of the universe... I mean, he had a big job before the world was created. Read the book of Genesis. None of this was here. And God starts out and he says, it's going to take me six days to do this. Uh, it didn't have to. He could have done it all at once, but he was teaching a principle. And the first thing God does is he says, uh, I'll separate light from darkness. First day, day one of creation. He separated darkness from light. <laughs> and then he quit. Put his party hat on. <laughs> had some candles that sparkled. 
blew one of those things that, that curl out. I don't know what it's called. And he said, now, wait a minute, God. Where, where's the vegetation? Where's the animal life? Where's the ocean? Where's the land? Where's, the, where's Adam and Eve? Where's the people? Where's the tribe of Judah? Where's the nation of Israel? Where's Jerusalem? Where's all? You got a lot. Why are you celebrating? All you did was separate darkness from light. And then you, you stopped and had a party and said, I'm good. I'm good. And then the next day, he separates land from water. And then the next day, he puts fish and animals on the land and fish in the water. And he steps back and has another party, puts his little party hat back on. Does it day after day? And on the sixth day, he created Eve out of Adam, opened Adam up, pulled Eve out. And at the end, he said, this is very good. I can't improve on this, so I quit. He said, good, 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 created woman, very good. I love the fact that God took time for every little improvement to throw a party and take time to praise for the partial. It wasn't all done. Lots of things still needed to be done. Lots of miracles still needed to be happening. But he taught a principle that you will never get to very good if you don't learn to praise him for good. This is a good day. Today is a good day. You're above six feet in the ground. You're, you're not in a hospital with a tube. You are alive and you are well and this is good. And if you ever want to get the very good, start praising him for good. Quit waiting for the completion. Quit waiting for the big one and praise him right where you are. Okay, I'm done. Just take a minute for the little victories in 2022 and give God praise at every campus. Give God praise. You know, after the pandemic, after the pandemic, <laughs> I used to come in here every week. Y'all sit down. I used to come in here every week and preach to 3,000. We have 3,000 seats in this room. 3,000 empty chairs. We put our services online during the pandemic for almost two years or a year, whatever it was. And I would come in here and I didn't, I was so used to this place being filled. And then I'm suddenly standing in here and some camera people and the praise, the team would sing and I'd walk out, no hand clapping, no, nobody getting up and going to the bathroom while I'm preaching. None of that. <laughs> I notice it all. I notice everything. <laughs> she picked a bad time to be coming down that aisle. <laughs> it's all right. You're cool. She can't find her seat either. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> One thing about it, I got a captive audience right here, right now. I tell you. 
But you know, uh, and it's still coming back. But I had to watch it because when people started coming back, you started coming back slow. And some of you have never come back, but I'm praising God for the partial. <laughs> At least you're watching online. <laughs> but you know, the Lord really spoke to me. And I'd walk out, and all I would see was the empty seats. And the Lord said, what about the seats that have people in it? You're so worried about the empty seats, you're missing the ones that are filled. I wonder how many of you are waiting till the seats are filled before you can give yourself permission to have a good day. Wait till I get, when I get a husband, when I get a wife, when you get them, if you can't enjoy yourself by yourself, not having to worry with them, not having to fight over what you're going to watch and, and all that, if you can't enjoy yourself all by yourself, <laughs> Lord, y'all quit looking at me crazy. I'm not crazy. Turn to somebody and say, I don't need nothing else. God has been good to me, and I want to praise him for the little things. I don't have to have anything else to praise him for. The little things matter. Learn to say it's good after minor blessings, and God will send you major blessings. The very good is coming when you start saying good after the minor blessings, and you don't allow the minor things to hold you hostage until it's a great thing. God was not held hostage in his praise by the incompletion of the totality of the whole plan of creation. Why are you? Why are you beholding, be, being held hostage? He took time after the partial to praise himself. Too many times we will not give honor and praise to God until it's very good. And most of life is good. We get so hung up on the completion. Listen to this. Jesus said in, in, in the book of Luke, the 15th chapter, he said, there is joy in the presence of God and the angels over one sinner that repents. All the angels in heaven put on their party hat when one sinner, but what about the whole world? The, whole, the goal, the major plan is to reach the whole world. God so loved the whole world. So there are billions of people that are lost and undone, but God doesn't wait until the billions get saved. He says, when there's one sinner, heaven goes into an eruption and has a party and rejoices over one sinner who repents and comes home. Well, I brought them to church, Pastor Franklin, and they didn't go to the altar. But they came to church, and they, 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 they're now, now it, just the fact that somebody's here, you don't understand. God's already won the victory. Begin to praise him for the partial and watch him do the great and mighty thing. Heaven gets happy over the incomplete operation. <laughs> 
How many things are you waiting, 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 even emotionally, not allowing yourself to even enjoy a day because everything's not perfect? Most of your life's going to be a sad, sad story because most of life, your, everything won't be perfect. So when you start getting my age, you start getting an attitude about it. It's a, it's a Holy Ghost, so what? So what? So what? So what? Hallelujah. Y'all, I'll, I'll finish. See, the Bible said that Saul rebuked them and said, nobody celebrate this victory. You know what our problem is? We're trying to go too far off one tank of gas. Because what God intends for us to do is not just fight battle after battle after battle after battle. But that's not what life is about. That's not what being a Christian is about. Burden and burden and battle and battle. No, no, no. It's you battle and then you stop after you won and you praise the Lord and you taste a little honey. Then you get the strength to go at it again. And then you fight a little while and you persevere and you don't give up and you keep pushing and standing and fighting. And then God will, God will give you a few more Philistines and another acre and you stop and you take a little bit of the honey and you praise God because he's still good. If you don't praise over the partial and rejoice over the incomplete and sing over the barren and sing to sand, you can't experience the best. And suddenly, when Saul woke up and rebuked the praise of everybody because the victory wasn't completely won, Jonathan looked at him and said, you're wrong. In so many words, God provided this honey on the ground. I didn't even have to get stung for it. God provided this moment of uh, uh, peace and sweetness in the middle of a battlefield. I, I feel all right today. Hallelujah. I feel good today. I, I'm okay today. And I'm going to take a little bit of this honey and I'm going to taste it. I know you think that I ought not to get happy and joyful, but see, this is what I'm trying to preach to you. God's people live by faith. And in the faith world, it is done. In the faith world, we don't wait till the game is over. We start praising the Lord before the thing is ever complete because God said faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Tell somebody, I got some more battles to fight, but it's time to take a taste of the honey. Every now and then, you need to stop and see how far you've come. Well, I'm still struggling, Pastor. I'm still struggling. Well, you used to smoke three packs, and now you're down to one, so you're doing good. Can you thank him that you don't have to have three packs today? 
Pastor, I, I still fall off the wagon every once in a while. Well, yeah, but, but at least you're on the wagon. And when you fall off, something in you says, get up, get up, get up, get up. You used not to have that get up in you. But look what the Lord has done. I promise you, if you'll just begin to praise him for what you see him doing in little victories. Quit, quit beating yourself up. Little victories. You're sitting in church this morning. For the most part, turn to somebody and say, I'm here. Now shout about it. That's all you got to shout about. Just shout about it. It's a big deal. I close with this. Isn't it amazing that when they refused to taste the honey that God provided, it's evident Honey doesn't just drop out of trees on the ground. God was trying to give them a reprieve in the warfare to get new strength for the new battle. But they wouldn't partake of it because all the victories hadn't been won yet. How would you feel if something you had been dealing with, let's say for two years, <laughs> Because I had been dealing with something for two years, and last week, it disappeared. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do one thing. God did it. But you know, I didn't wait until this week to get happy. I praised Him in my darkest days. I praised Him in my most fearful days. I praised him when I didn't understand and didn't know why and felt like, God, where are you? But I praised him in the partial and now it's a very good day. <laughs> and if you can't do it now, you won't do it much then. So don't tell me I can't praise him now when I was doing it when it wasn't very good. It was just good. How many of you can praise him over good even though you're not at very good? And how many of you are at very good and you'll really give him a praise right now? Stand up on your feet at every campus and give the Lord a praise. So, so here's the thing. Somebody brought a visitor and they said, this is the noisiest, craziest church. No, we're not crazy. But here, here's how the flesh does. Saul said, Saul said, we got we to gotta keep fighting. We ain't got time to celebrate. We're not going to taste the honey. We got to win the total victory, the ultimate victory. See, Saul was driven, but Jonathan was led. Driven people are always, but led people say, I got a yoke, but my yoke is easy. And I got a burden. I'm not going to lie about it. The problems are real, but my burdens are light. Because I'm tasting of the goodness of God. Wow. And here's the last point. Here's the last point. The Bible said that he made, he would not let those, those soldiers eat. And they did go out and they did ultimately defeat the Philistines, but they became so hungry. Read it that they slew animals in the field after the battle and ate them 
raw. If you don't eat what grace provides, you'll do the unlawful and fulfill that appetite with an unlawful thing. You better partake and get fresh strength from God's presence through the little victories so that you understand I don't have to be driven all the time, but I can be led and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and there's freedom and there's joy no matter what you're going through. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people. Free Chapel can now be your home church no matter where you live with Free Chapel Online. Watch weekly messages from wherever you are with your family and friends, join online small groups, volunteer, and more. Plus, there's weekly content for youth and kids. Join today by downloading the Free Chapel app or head over to freechapel.org online. And a special thanks to those who give generously to help us produce weekly content like this to reach the world with the message of Jesus. If you'd like to partner with us, you can give by clicking the link in the description or on our website and app. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.